Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Hello and welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show. I'm Jim Galanti, along with Big Daddy Dustin Hawkinsmith, and we are back on our history of Penn State football through the decades. We've made our way to the 2010s, Dustin, and what a decade it was, huh? There is so much ground to cover in in the 2010s, starting with the obvious in the early portion. Um, and this is honestly to go to go back to scandal and sanctions. I mean, a lot of this is stuff I hadn't really directly thought about in a while, and maybe uh, a lot of Penn State fans. Have been avoiding trying to process this. So, but I think just going through all that and then building your base and then getting a new coach and then having some bumps and then having some high points and now having some bumps again. I mean, this is, has been, I don't know, is it safe to call it the biggest roller coaster ride in of any decade in Penn State history? It seems pretty safe to say that. I, I, w- I would say it is safe to say that. And one thing I do want to point out right from the start is we're not here to relitigate the scandal. We're going to talk about it from the Penn State football perspective. And I suspect whenever you cover that era, the scandal itself, or about the scandal, you're going to upset somebody. If you take a side, you're going to upset the other side. If you're talking football, gee, how could you talk about that era and not talk about something serious? What about the kids? You know, So I'm just saying it up front. We've had shows where we've covered the scandal. I'm sure we will again in the future at some point. But this is about the football team. So let, let's go to it from that perspective, Dusty. And... Start with it. It was actually a kind of an interesting start to the decade. 2010 was a seven and six season, and we've been going through the Joe Paterno era, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and so on. And we've always been talking about that up and down, as you said, roller coaster ride um, through the era. And that was a down point at seven and six. And I just got to tell you, my memory of that, starting with 2010, is. Remember the run young quarterbacks, Rob Bolden, Paul Jones, Kevin Newsom, and then out of nowhere, here's this walk-on by the name of Matt McLoin. Kind of a crazy quarterback era, huh? Well, I mean, do you want to talk about what kind of indictment that is on player development? If if Matt McGloin at that stage of his career was a was at least as good an option, remember that in 2010, really splitting time, you know, going back and forth, Matt McGloin and Rob Bolden, you know, those those guys just didn't get any better. Rob Bolden and and you know Paul Jones at one point was a blue white game darling, you know, big arm. I, I think people got excited about about him. We just never really saw much from him. And then, uh, you know, Matt McGloin emerged as the best quarterback of that group. And, you know, that 2010 season was really marked by what was and wasn't happening on the quarterback front. And just being somewhat lost on on where that position was going to go moving forward. Um, Because, you know, just looking at 
numbers for sure, but you know, Rob Bolden, what was he? He was the, was the first true freshman to ever start a game for Penn State football. So there was some encouraging stuff early, early, but it didn't take long to find out that, you know, in real game action, when the real bullets were flying, you know, when he had to dig down deep, it just kind of wasn't there. And a lot of quarterbacks, it's like that. McGloin, you know, I, I, I love the legacy of Matt McGloin going all, all the way back because the thing that I'll always remember Matt, about Matt McGloin, and I think the same thing is true for him as a broadcaster now, is as good as he is, he thinks he's a lot better. And that that you know confidence, whether it's well-founded or not, uh, you know, it really helped him in his career because even when he threw picks, even when you know things were a disaster, he was never really internally rattled. So, you know, this was the first that we saw of Matt McGloin. He obviously got better over time, but uh, this was not a very encouraging season, I think, for the trajectory when you didn't really know what was going to happen at quarterback. And history, it, there's a lesson in there about judging quarterbacks too quickly. And I remember just thinking, I believe it was the Big Ten was doing that uh, caravan when they'd see a team preseason and you know they've got the coach's ear or they'd hear what they had to say and they were praising Rob Bolden. You know, this is a kid, true freshman, gonna play, the big star coming out of high school. And like I said, let it just be a lesson to us going forward to be a little bit cautious, okay? Just a little bit cautious of how, how we how we go along. And uh, we'll never truly we get... learn that lesson, Jim. You no, know what I mean? No, like we, we we as football fans will never truly learn that lesson. We'll have to re- repeat it to ourselves after we make the same mistake over again. But there's going to be no such thing as temper expectations, you know? And the fact that Rob Bolden was making history you know, like that, that seemed to kind of differentiate him even more. No freshman had ever done this before. So clearly Rob Bolden was special. And I, I don't have any doubts that at practice and the way that he looked, you know, maybe in shorts, maybe in, uh, in drills, whatever. I'm sure he looked great, but um, some guys, it just didn't translate. No, no, it doesn't. There's just so many intangibles with the quarterback. Before we move forward to 2011, we all know that was a monumental season. Let me just remind you that in partnership with Collegiate Athletic Travel, Keystone Sports Network, Dustin and myself, going to be part of this, offering you the opportunity to travel with the team this fall for the Auburn-Penn State football game, a charter flight out of Harrisburg, stay at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, tailgate party at the stadium, the whole nine yards, a fantastic trip. We want you to be joining us. If you need some more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414. An exciting trip that I know Dusty and I are both looking forward to. All right, Dustin, we got a hit on it. 2011, and it was so crazy with what happened with the scandal that year, we tend to forget, I know I did, this team started out 8-1 and one before all hell broke loose. 
Yeah, they, they you know, and, and I, I look back at that briefly, and and this team beat a lot of bad teams to to start to start <laughs> things off, Jim. You know that you, you were you weren't looking at, at at world beaters. You know this was this was um, a team that feasted on, and I'll read them off. Uh, Indiana State, Temple, Eastern Michigan, Indiana, Iowa, Purdue, Northwestern, Illinois, uh, before things really kind of went haywire. Now, 8-1 is 8-1. Their one loss was week two um, uh, against Alabama, 27-11. to um, But, yeah, I mean, 8-1 and is, is still, you know, I think a lot of fans would kill for 8-1 and at this point, coming off 4-5 and five and 7-6. and six. So you can't heavily, heavily discount that. But they did not beat a lot of uh, world beaters that to start that season. Um, but, yeah, you, you know, that, that was before everything changed and, you know, closed things out 1-3. and three. And I think the, the vibe for me after, you know, all this stuff broke and, um, you know, Joe stepped away and 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 everything was uh you know the the games like ha- they just felt like didn't they didn't really matter you know like I think a lot of people were looking to kind of move on and, and get a, a healthy distraction but um, it was hard to do more than just kind of go through the motions because everything was so heavy that closing stretch in November and then going into the Ticket City Bowl against Houston. Well, it was so surreal. I don't know if you recall this, but there was conversation about, as they were getting ready to play Nebraska, that the game itself would be canceled or Nebraska would refuse to come in and play as if it would be dangerous to be at a state college. It, it, was, it was craziness, and if you weren't there part of that whole situation – I don't think people today or young people who probably were not old enough then to appreciate it, just how surreal it all was at that time. And, you know, you mentioned Joe Paterno stepping away when it was really he was asked to step away. Again, I I said we weren't going to relitigate it, but, you know, in hindsight, you look at all these decisions that were made and no one realizing the repercussions of those decisions. That, you know, I understand if they didn't think Joe Paterno should be on the field, what a distraction it would be based on everything that was going on. But by firing him, dismissing him, however you want to word it, it it just added to the narrative. And probably where people wanted to make it better, it probably just made things worse. Uh, I mean, that that same description would probably apply in a lot of different angles of, of this entire thing, trying to make it better, but making it worse. Uh, the Penn State story in, in 2011, 2012. Um, yeah. And, and it's, you know, it, it became, and to the, your point about the Nebraska game, you know, Penn State just felt like such a toxic thing. Nobody really wanted to be within arm's reach of this football program as it's coming out, coming down because, you know, nothing, the, the scope of how horrific all this was and how um, toxic Penn State was portrayed, I mean, nothing like this had ever happened before. And, you know, I don't think anything quite like this has happened since, but we've seen that, you know, everybody, uh, it, it, can ha- it can happen, something similar can happen 
all over the place because of the business of college football and, and all that. We've seen other horrific things happen since. Penn State was just the the, the first. It was a, a pioneer when it comes to how it was treated by the NCAA, how it was viewed by um, the outside world, how it was portrayed by the media in the situation. And it's not to discount how bad um, you know the the uh, the optics of all this were, but we've had some bad stuff happen elsewhere too, and those those programs and those universities weren't weren't really viewed as you know don't even look at them don't don't touch them you know i think this was a breakthrough kind of case and and showing uh that stu- you know stuff can happen and it starts to get some momentum and when we come back dustin before we move on from it what i want to ask you about and i'm going to give you the time in between segments to think about it is the media reaction to it, and both locally and on a national basis, because I think that's really an interesting thing to think about, and I think you being in the media, being a journalist, could. I'm really curious to get your perspective, and we're going to hear that when we come back. Attention Penn State alumni, trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran need your support. Your alumni trustees have fought to debunk the free report and to honor Joe and Sue Paterno. And they led the charge on an unprecedented tuition freeze, saving students and their families thousands. Independent leadership for a better Penn State. Re-elect trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran. Vote trustee ballot positions 238. Request your ballot at trustees.psu.edu. This is Jen from Collegiate Athletic Travel. We've been offering travel to the biggest Penn State games for over 50 years. This fall, we continue that tradition in partnership with Keystone Sports Network with a trip to the Penn State Auburn game. Join us for charter flight, staying at the team hotel, transportation to and from the game, and even a great tailgate party at the stadium are included. For more information, go to athletictravel.com or call 1-800-788-4414. See you there. <laughs> 